Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. With the 20th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Kadarius Toney, wide receiver of Florida. Welcome to this episode of the Giant Take Podcast 2021 NFL Draft First Round Reaction Episode with my co-host Alex. My name is Josh, and we are excited to bring you this one. The lucky Giants helmet on top of my microphone. It worked. As we trade with the Chicago Bears, we'll get into everything. We'll get into the picks. We'll get into the Giants pick. We'll get into Kadarius Tony, obviously. Um, but first of all, Alex, how are you? I'm doing well. I mean, it was kind of a shock. I'm more about to play the clip in a second, but... uh. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of crazy. We got to spend the first round of the draft together. Um, so it was kind of cool in person, finally. So that was really fun. Um, but it was kind of a surprising pick. I mean, with the trade down and then obviously the pick of Tony was all crazy. But uh, Josh, how are you doing before we uh, get into the initial reaction clip? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, you know, I've had the night and this, this, you know, little bit of morning that we've had after I woke up after about seven, six, seven hours of sleep, which... Most of you uh, adults listening to this podcast, I'm sure, go with every morning. Um, but as a uh, kid that's in school six and a half hours a day, six hours and or seven hours is just not enough for me. And both of us, I would say, Alex, you have to agree there. So we are very much not thriving during today. But we're going to give it our all and all of our passion and energy going into this episode. And I think we're sounding pretty good so far and pretty upbeat. So uh, the, the pick of Tony... 20, not 24 hours later, we're not there yet, Um, you know, about, what is it, 12 hours later, 10 to 12 hours later, I like the pick, uh, and I'm starting to come around to it, I definitely have come out around to the trade after it, uh, um, Dave Gettleman did not get fleeced, so I'm glad about that, and whenever you're, whenever you're ready, I guess we can play the clip, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. well, so we'll be sitting here kind of behind muted, but we'll be uh, reacting, and you know, it's definitely... Not, not obviously, it's, you know, initial reaction. We're kind of a little bit shocked, so uh, you'll see that in the video. <laughs> don't, don't screw us. Uh, hey, come on, come in the 2021 NFL draft, quitty pack, quitty pack. the New York Giants select Kadarius Tony. Oh, jeez. What? Okay, so initial reactions, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're just getting right into it? Yeah, I'm going right into I'm it. I'm shocked. Um, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, so I agree with Alex. I'm shocked. Did not expect and not Bateman. I did not expect Kadarius Tony and here. not Elijah Moore. So my initial and not okay. All right, <laughs> it's my initial reaction, sir. 
Okay, initial reactions, I'm going to say surprising. I think Quiddy Pay would have been a better option here at 20. We saw going into this draft that we wanted him. I mean, I don't know if they called him yet when they showed the Giants there, but they didn't look too pleased. So I don't know if they made the call and just, like, were not proud of Tony. But the only thing was, and I talked about it on the live stream, I think it was with Snacks, was that, or Snacks or JQ before today, was that Tony has been said by all those NFL insiders that, like, he's been slept on. So, listen, I did not expect us to take a wide receiver, especially first round. Maybe it's a little bit of a reach. Well, there we have it. Um, so I didn't really even have a reaction in the video. I realized that after my reaction was basically nothing. Um, I was just so, uh, so shocked. I mean, I kind of made my reaction while Josh was talking, as you could see quite clearly. Um, and I was, you know, not being the most respectful of Josh's uh, time there. But in the in the moment, it felt needed. Um, so I guess we'll talk about our feelings now. Um, but before we get to that, we should probably talk about the trade, right? Um, so we didn't really record a reaction to the trade um, because we didn't really know what was going on at the moment. So we, you know, we planned to record the 11th pick, obviously, when that was going to happen. Um, but then the trade happened and we, you know, didn't get time to pull out our phones. And, you know, we we're all just trying to figure out what the hell happened um, because it wasn't super obvious. At least when we were watching on NFL Network, they didn't like show it till like the very last second. Um, but yeah, uh, so I guess we'll get into the trade. Um, I'll go through the details and then Josh can, uh, you know, go into what he thinks about the trade and then we'll grade the trade and then get into Kadarius Tony. Um, so the Giants trade back from 11 to 20 um, with the Chicago Bears. So in return, um, the Giants got the 20th overall pick, the 2021 fifth round pick, which means we have a fifth round pick to look forward to on day three. Uh, next year's first round pick, which is, I think, going to be a nice pick because the Bears do have the third toughest schedule out of any NFL team next year. Um, and obviously they are kind of in a weird rebuild-ish kind of phase. So hopefully that's a nice pick. And we also get a 2022 fourth round pick next year as well. And that's all in exchange for this year's 11th pick. Um, so that is uh, the details of the trade. Um, but uh, Josh, what are your thoughts initially uh, to the trade? And I guess give it your grade and then I'll give it my grade when you're done. My thoughts to the trade was um, originally I thought it wasn't so good. Now I think it's good. Obviously, we get a stack draft class. We get two first-round picks next year. We got the fifth now that we were missing going into this draft. We got a fifth-round pick. We got a fourth-round next year. Dave Gellman did not get fleeced, like I said already. What I didn't like is that you cut off the you cut off the other part and your reaction, whether it was a reaction or not, I think we still play it. So I was able to cue it up now. I don't know what why you had to do that, but here I'll I'll like play it towards the mic. Um so I mean maybe if you're listening, Alex put in the full video, but if you're watching it, you didn't see the full video. So let's just have it here. Before today was that Tony has been said by all those NFL insiders that like he's been slept on. So listen, I did not expect us to take a wide receiver, especially first round. Maybe it's a little bit of a reach. Oh, his family's happy. His family's happy. So Alex, here Look, they're all yep, very yep, happy. I know. Alex, it's all great. All right. Um, we're just monitoring their family situation. There's a lot of people in the. <laughs> <laughs> This this is interesting. All right, so Darius Tony. I mean, Bateman. I think would have been a better pick if we were going wide receiver. I'm more. And I mean, more. I mean, Tony's interesting. You know, a lot of people were talking about him in the second round. To be honest, but so, yeah. So obviously, we'll talk about it tomorrow, Alex, on the podcast yeah. when you're. Wait, well, you're hearing this, yeah. But you think we go 
I guess it's a good chance. And now it's probably Edge in the uh, second round, right? Yeah. Edge a linebacker. Maybe offensive tackle still. Is true. Like a Sam Cosme. Yeah, maybe. And also, you know, we could be trading into the later first round. Who knows? So, I mean, we'll see tonight. By the time you hear this. Yeah, probably. You probably know already, so it's fine. All right. So, yeah. all right. Mixed reactions. Peace. Peace. What's going on the Twitter? There you go. Um, so that so that's it. We did not trade up. We did not. Uh, you know, Sam Cosme is still available. Maybe he'll be there by forty two. We'll get into that a little bit. I mean, Alex, what do you want to transition here? We can talk about oh the trade trade grade uh, trade grade B plus. Uh, I give the trade grade a B plus. So depending on what happens next year with the pick, I think at the moment it's an A. Um, gar- you know, most likely considering the fact that it's almost guaranteed to be a top twenty pick. I would say that's pretty much guaranteed. If it's top 10, this is an A+. Uh, if it's top 15, it's in between an A and an A+. Um, and obviously, if it's where you know the bare minimum would be, then it's an A. Um, but I like the trade a lot. Next year's draft class, I'm not sure if Josh mentioned this, but it will be stacked, right? Um, obviously, this year, due to COVID, a lot of players opted out, right? So they are coming back next year. They get an extra year to play in college, which means there's going to be more players to choose from. Hence, there's going to be more players. Uh, available in next year's draft class and most likely better players as well. Um, so I'm going to give it an A plus. Um, but Josh, why don't we get right into Kadarius Tony and a little bit about him as well? Okay, so background noise is going to be at a maximum right now. You want to know why? Well, Amber, my dog, is not such a fan of the person who's going to be vacuuming all the time. Uh, and that person happens to be circling the house as we speak. So if you hear something in the background, whether it's doors slamming, which I already just heard, whether it's dogs barking, just know that is Amber being extremely pissed at the cleaner. So anyway, we will uh, move on from there. I just wanted to let everyone know. So I do not craziness could be happening within the next, the basically the house could be coming down as we speak right now, but I'm not going to get too dark because that was, I feel like, a very dark comment. <laughs> Let's go to the 20th pick uh, with the Giants selecting wide receiver Kadarius Tony out of Florida, and we're going to grade that pick as well. So, Tony, um, the past um, four seasons has played receiver. He's rushed the ball a little bit, played in high school with a, a quarterback, didn't really throw the ball that much, and obviously was a returner as well on kicks and punts. Obviously, most productive season in 2020, 70 catches, 984 yards, 10 touchdowns. Besides that, he's only had one touchdown combined in 2018-2019, or two touchdowns combined in 2018-2019, and the most 250 yards that came in 2018. Uh, rushing the ball, the best season there came with 21 rushes for 240 uh, in 240 yards in 2018. This past season, he had 19 rushes for 161 yards and had a touchdown there as well. Um, so, listen, I really like him. I think he's a, a speedster, definitely. Not like a speedster and John Ross, but I, I think that, you know, his acceleration is very, very good. He's very he's a very fast wide receiver, and I think that's definitely going to help him out, right? Obviously, speed is the main key right now. The only thing is, only had that one season of high-level production, as I mentioned, and he did battle a few injuries in college as well between 2017 and 2019. He missed a good amount of action as well. And then um, the character issues. We talked that about Micah Parsons. If we were going to get someone on 11, he's had some character issues as well. Alex would go into that a little bit. I know he was talking to me about it earlier. So I'm sure he'll love to talk about that here. But my grade of the pick, again, 
I'm going to keep it. I think I did a B plus for the trade. I'm going to give it a B plus for the pick of Kadarius Tony. Definitely could have been the guy that selected in the second round. I think Alex was right about that. We did our instant reactions in that video. So it could have been a second rounder. Maybe could have been available at 42. I don't know, but B plus. Yeah, so going to the character issue, it was one character issue, right? Let's not over-exaggerate what it was. It was a one-day suspension. He didn't technically do anything illegal, right? He just did something a little bit, or at least not illegal in where he was, right? Obviously, in Florida, it's not illegal to, you know, carry a, a loaded weapon in your car. Um, but So he had a loaded AR-15 in his car um, for, you know, when and they suspended him for a day for it. At Florida, it was a disciplinary matter within the school, right? So he didn't get into any legal trouble. There was nothing wrong with it. In terms of whether it's, you know, morally right to have a loaded A or why you would have an AR-15 loaded in your trunk or wherever it was in the back seat, I don't know if that's really necessary. But then again, I also believe he was a sophomore. He's still a kid, right? We got to remember these this the, these guys are only a few years older than us. So, uh, you know, they're in their 20s, early 20s. Uh, you know, I think you have to give him a break. And obviously it's just one incident, right? Who knows? Maybe a friend put that gun in the car. You know, like, how do you, you like, you don't know. I'm not trying to say he got framed or something, but like, you know, you never know what's going on. I'm sure the Giants looked into it, uh, you know, in his interview and stuff. And he seems like a a good guy. Um, You know, maybe he just made one mistake. You know, we can't just judge a player based on one bad day they might have had. Maybe one day he, you know, I'm not going to try to make excuses. I don't know why the hell you'd have an AR-15 in your back trunk, but that's besides the point. That was his one character issue Um, for me. I really like him. I think he's shifty. Um, I didn't really look much into him before the draft because I kind of thought he would be in that area where he would be gone probably in the 30s is what I was thinking. Somewhere from that 30 to 35 range, I thought he would be gone. Um, So I think it's a bit of a reach, but also I don't think he would have been there for the Giants taking at 42. Um, So from that standpoint, maybe not so bad. I remember last year in last year's draft, a lot of those wide receivers went off the board very early in that second round area before even the Giants picked or the Giants would pick, um, I guess, this year, right? Because uh, we were at four last time or fourth in each round, um, and now we're at 11th. So we saw a lot of those wide receivers get off the board very quickly. So maybe that was in the Giants' mind as well. Um, so he was the fourth wide receiver taken off the board. Bateman was still on the board, which, you know, I think – there, there's there's something to be said that Bateman's a more polished product at the moment, but I think Tony has better upside. I think that most people can agree with that, um, but he's shifty, and, and I like the pick. You know, originally, if you had asked me last night, I would have said a C, C-plus maybe. I think if you asked me now, I'd give it a solid B, maybe B-plus. Uh, I'll go with a B for right now. Um, a, it's, a, it's a decent pick. It's a bit of a reach, but for a talented player and a player who has uh, quite a bit of upside. So, I mean, I guess I'll go through now um, a little game I want to play, Alex. Or not like a game, but like I'm going to give you a few options. um, And you'll tell me. These are players that were on the board. We passed on. Obviously, it's in the past. I get that. But this this guy or Tony is basically what I'm going to do. Um, One other thing is like you mentioned it. And I think the people from Giants.com or Bob Papa and Carl Banks when they interviewed him was he's basically like a – He's on that R2 stick when you're moving around in Madden, basically, is, is the juke moves that we've seen. He's got a bunch of spin moves and juke moves on his highlight reel, and that's pretty cool. And even the Florida Gators football, I think, Twitter account posted one of his, like, uh, most biggest highlighted plays. So that was that was, uh, that was very nice. It was a very nice play. So let, let's do this, Alex. Now, 
obviously the obvious one, you kind of just said it, but uh, Tony or Pay? Tony or Pay. I think Quiddy Pay, I mean, they're both players with tremendous upside, right? I think Edge is a bigger position of need, so that's why I would say Quiddy Pay. Farley or Pay? Farley, excuse me, I see I already did it wrong. Farley or Tony? I would say Tony, actually, because I'm concerned about Caleb Farley with his injury history, and I don't think we need another injury-prone player coming in the door. Left tackle, Christian Derrissaw, or Tony, obviously. Hmm, that's a difficult one. I think I think we need a guard more than a tackle, to be honest, so I'm not sure if, you know, that that's kind of like a tie for me. I think, you know, they're both, I'd say tackle and wide receiver are kind of in, they're, they're kind of equal in positions of need, in my opinion. And then Newsom or Tony, and then I have one more after that. Tony, I don't. I think corn. I think Newsom's a little bit overrated, in my opinion. Gregory Rousseau or Tony, obviously rumored to the Giants. Uh, I, I think I would go Tony. Also, I, I'm not. I'm always never a big fan of Rousseau. Um, if you said away, I think I might have gone away over uh, um, over Tony. I liked him a lot from Penn State. All right, so I mean, there you go. That that was our reactions to the the trade and the Giants' first round pick, and I gave some Alex some hypotheticals. I mean, I guess we can go into the draft for a little bit now, and then we'll move to the second round and who we think the Giants will uh, go for there. Stay tuned. We most likely will ha- be live streaming on YouTube slash Twitter. Twitter. We're trying to figure how, how out having trouble speaking. We're trying to figure out how to do that, how to be on both platforms, um, and we'll see what we can do, and you know, obviously go from there. So first of all, we had the news before, of course, right after we recorded our episode that Aaron Rodgers. We always have news after we record our episodes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. We kind of heard this rumor. Aaron Rodgers said, I don't know what my future will hold. Well, now he's told people inside and outside the league, who apparently, according to Diana Rossini's report of ESPN, have been holding it in for weeks, that Rodgers is pissed. GM has flown out to him a few times to try and discuss a contract. He's he's done. And I think the late-round pick of not picking a, uh, a wide receiver, Alex, like a, you know Elijah Moore, who's still on the board going into the second round, which I'm very excited about, but who knows? We'll, we'll have to see. There's still 10 more pick or nine more picks until our pick. I to make sure I was doing that math correctly. Um, you know, that the, they decided to take a defensive back instead of a player to help Aaron Rodgers because maybe they don't even know what the future is there. I'm sure that's the deal there. Um, and then we have the NFC East trade, the Eagles and Cowboys, Eagles 10th pick. They traded up to go in front of us to take, um, to take, um, Oh, my God, I can't even think of his name. Devontae Smith, screw the Eagles. Screw the Eagles. They suck. Screw Howie Roseman. Screw the Eagles. Screw all of them. You know, as much as I hate to say it, the Eagles made a good trade there, right? They only gave up a third-round pick, guaranteed themselves a wide receiver. Thank God they have Jalen Hurts throwing to them because otherwise, you know, if they had an actual functional, like, reasonably good quarterback, I'd say – maybe they would be doing better. But Eagles fans suck, and then they suck it, and then they're shitting all over our pick of Kadarius Tony. Shut up, Eagles fans. You guys are, like, in the gutters, okay? God, it makes me so mad. They're, they're, they are living in my head rent-free rent right now with all this, so that's why I'm going to say we should just move on out of there, uh, out of this annoying area. And, you know, what did Joe Judge say? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Um, so he said that in his press conference, which was kind of funny. And Gettleman said, uh, I don't know, who cares? And he actually <laughs> said that the Eagles GM called him and asked for a trade-up as well. And he's like, I'll trade with you. Um, so, you know, I tried to do a boxing accent with that, but. Well, I love Gettleman. He, he was he was amazing in the press conference as well. It's just, the guy's too like good. It. The guy's too good. 
They're touching each other. They're, they're, yeah. they're touching each other. They're touching each other. All right. Um, and then the Cowboys were able to get the 12th pick uh, and then a third-round pick as well. Cowboys decided to pick Micah Parsons. Um, should have recorded my live reaction to that. Uh, Alex has a very good – yeah. Josh had a hissy fit when that happened, by the way. he he. You should have seen him. Too bad I didn't pull out my phone and record him. As soon as they, he heard – because he didn't – he saw it and got a notification on Twitter um, that they picked Micah Parsons. He got so upset. It was so funny. Um I wish I recorded that, but yeah, he got very upset about that. Yeah, I like Mike Parsons going into this draft, and I'm going to have to root against him now. Um, you had the Jets trade up, and I think they had a really good draft. Like, I'm not going to lie, Elijah Bear Tucker, obviously they got Zach Wilson, but still wish, I mean, I wish they picked Justin Fields. I have nothing against the Jets. I mean, obviously we share New York um, and share MetLife, but trade up for Elijah Bear Tucker. I thought it was a good trade for even sides, and they were able to get their guy on the offensive line. You had the Patriots got their QB of the future, hopefully, and Mac Jones. Um, and then, Alex, you good if I just run through the top 10 real quick? Or you, you quick yeah, comment. Uh, yeah, a quick comment with the Patriots is all sorts of memes, right? Because Mac Jones walked in like he was trying to get into Shark Tank and pitch his business ideas. Really odd guy, but, uh, yeah, Bill Belichick gets his guy there. But, yeah, run through the top 10. And then also before we go to the next section – uh, I want to go through our mock drafts and which one was the most correct and least correct in the number that we got correct. So uh, we'll do that after you run through the top 10 real quick. Yes, I almost forgot about that. I'm glad you reminded me. So uh, first pick, Trevor Lawrence. Second pick, Zach Wilson. Three, Trey Lance. They go with, they go Trey Lance over Mac Jones, and then he falls to 15. Kyle Pitts, uh, number four. Number five, Jamar Chase. They go with the fun pick. Six, Jalen Waddell. Very interesting. Could have gone so well. They don't. So then Swell falls to the line, so they pick him up at seven. J.C. Horn going eight. We thought the Panthers could go Rashawn Slater there, so he fell a little bit there. Um, so they went J.C. Horn, then back-to-back cornerbacks, nine. Uh, we were so happy after that about the Cowboys. Like, they had no one to take. They had no cornerback, right? So then they do the trade, uh, and then they get Parsons. So that was the whole thing. Um, so And then 10, Devontae Smith um, from Alabama. So I think it is what it is at this point. Obviously, I didn't want Smith as much as Alex wanted Smith. I wanted Parsons. And now, guess what? You want to laugh about how much the Parsons deal? We hate the Eagles more, both of us, right? I used to hate the Cowboys more. You recruited me to hate the Eagles more. Well, guess what? Now, both of our players that we wanted are on NFC East rivals. So, you know, you can laugh all you want, Alex. But your player that you wanted, Smith, is on the Eagles. My player that I wanted, Parsons, is on the Cowboys. So we're all in a bad way, okay? Okay. The, the... Fine, fine. We're all in a bad way. I'll give it to you. Uh, going to our mock drafts now. So this is ironic. Um, so in the way I counted it, basically, if a player was taken at that pick and we got the number and the player right, that would be half if they went to a different team. So, for example, um, in one of the mocks, we had Elijah Vera Tucker going to Vikings right at 14. He ended up going to the Jets at 14. We I counted that as a half right. Um, and then, so that's how I counted. So if you see like six and a half, seven and a half, that, that's what that means. Um, so basically our most correct mock draft was the first mock draft we did. Um, a little bit interesting. And Josh, I'm going to, I'm going to have you guess, how many do you think we got right? Uh, in terms of the, I guess the whole, the whole draft here for that first mock draft. So we didn't have any trades of first mock draft. So it's going to be an even number. So I have that, and I'm going to go, I think we got, I'm going to go 14 out of 32. I think we did pretty well. 
I think that might be a little high, but I I would maybe like eight out of thirty-two. But I'll go fourteen out of thirty-two. Slice it in half. Seven and a half. <laughs> right. So there is there is a possibility because the trade, if you look at it like if a team traded out and then another team traded in and picked, so there is a possibility of halves. So it was seven and a half. Not great. And our worst mock draft was our 3.0 with five, uh, with, uh, with, which we only got five right. Um, and our 4.0, which is our most recent one, we only got 5.5 right. Um, so that's pretty shocking. So the 4.0 and the 3.0 were the two worst, and the 1.0 and 2.0 were the two best. So um, kind of ironic there. Shout out to us, though. We predicted Najee Harris months ago. A month ago. Like a month and a half ago. Trendsetters. You know, I saw people on the TV trying to take credit on NFL Network. Daniel Jeremiah. Well, we we thought this was going to happen for a while. They all heard it from the Giant Take podcast. That's where they heard it. So they didn't didn't give us any credit. I mean, I guess they're just jealous. So that's all I wanted to point out. Um, But Josh now has his section here. The first round reaches. We asked... uh, uh, so a couple of our guests, I believe now, right? Austin, we asked most recently Austin Gale, who would be the biggest reach or the reaches in this draft. And uh, I guess Josh will read through, I mean, his re- biggest reaches. I agree with most of them, except for one, which I'll point out when he's done. Yeah. So the biggest reaches I have right now, and uh, Alex, it was a month ago. I don't know what you're on. It was like 29 days ago. We went through in the last episode. It wasn't a month and a half ago. It wasn't two months ago. It was a month ago. But anyway, still called it. Okay. I don't care. Don't, don't come at me. We called it. First round draft reaches. I had Zayvon Collins 16 to the Cardinals. I think he definitely could have fallen early second round. Alex Leatherwood, 17 to the Raiders, another second-round guy, early second round. I don't know what the hell the Raiders are doing. I guess John Gruden liked him a little bit too much. Uh, Jamin Davis, 19 to the Washington football team. I know some people could get mad about this one. I get why. Later first rounds, though. Pick him from 25 to 32. Um, Kadarius Toney, 20 to the Giants. A bit of a reach. Late-round guy. Could have fallen second round. We kind of already talked about it. Travis Etienne, uh, or Etienne, 25 to the Jaguars. Obviously, we knew Najee Harris was going to go to the Steelers, reach or not reach. I think it's a little bit of a reach. Could have gone early first round. I even have Javante Williams over him. So, okay. Uh, Peyton Turner, 28 to the Saints. Again, a second-round guy. Don't know what's going on here. And then Eric Stokes, 29 to the Packers. And I really think a big one of the biggest things is that because of the Aaron Rodgers thing, they didn't take like an Elijah Moore and they took Eric Stokes at 29 to the Packers. And I think that was a second round talent as well. So those are my biggest reaches. And then Alex, you can react to them. And then we will finally talk about the second round and who the giants will take at 42. Uh, Just one for me, Travis Etienne. I I don't think that's a reach. I think it was just a bad pick for the team that was picking. You got to help Trevor Lawrence, either on that offensive line, maybe even get him a new weapon. And Travis Etienne, you know, I get he's a weapon out of the backfield, but I'm not sure if he's ideal. I guess I get they were teammates at Clemson, but not. I think that's just a bad pick. I wouldn't exactly call it a reach, but that's my only comment about your reaches. Otherwise, I mostly agree with them. Jamin Davis, like you said, maybe not uh, a reach either, but still a little bit higher than we expected him to go. Um, moving on to, you know, the second round picks now, because obviously besides the reaction to the first round picks, this is what you all came here for. Um, are, you know, we're going to kind of do a quick mock up to 42 um, in that way. So we can kind of see what players are available or what players could be available um, if, uh, you know, in the second round and early second round here. Um, So there's a lot of first round prospects that did fall um, into the second round here. 
Um, so Josh, you want to kind of read the mock draft or whatever, or whatever you want to do in terms of the plan. Let's do it. So we have uh, the first team obviously picked Trevor Lawrence first. They have first pick in the second round. They go Tremon Morig out of TCU, the safety, 34. This is a guy that I wish went in the first round, but Jets swoop another guy up. This is what I'm saying, and I think this is pretty obvious that Asante Samuel Jr. will go to the Jets, cornerback. Aziz Jalari, an edge that we did not see going in the first round. At least we got that pretty much right, Alex. We had those edges like back-to-back-to-back at the end of the first round. I was like, is this a little too late? Well, they fall in the second round. So that was pretty cool. Falcons pick him up. Tevin Jenkins, the offensive tackle. I think it's Oklahoma State, uh, 36. He goes to, who was that, 36? The Miami Dolphins. Um, and then you have the next pick, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to be taking Kelvin Joseph. Sam Cosme going 38 to the Cincinnati Bengals. 39. The Carolina Panthers are going to take Elijah Moore, the wide receiver. Please don't. I want – well, no, now I now I don't. It doesn't matter now. He took Tony. Damn it. Oh, um, okay, fine. So Elijah Moore, 39. Panthers, I can root for him there. That's fine. Um, 40. Uh, I think – so we didn't have Jeremiah Wilson-Cormel going before the Giants. I think he does. So we switched that up a little bit, had the Broncos take him. 41. Terrence Marshall Jr. or Terrace Marshall Jr., uh, teammate of Jamar Chase, LSU wide receiver. 41 Lions comes to the Giants pick. Now the possible options. Christian Moore, Nick Bolton, Joseph Asai, Dickerson, Humphrey, Davis, Alex. These are all edge rushers, correct? So some of them, uh, Barmore, obviously, is an interior guy. Nick Bolton, he's a linebacker. Uh, Osai, he's going to be an edge rusher. Dickerson, Humphrey, their center slash guard. And Davis, obviously, another guard there. Um, so those are some of the possible options. If you want me to be completely honest, I know this is not maybe something that people are thinking about, but I think Christian Barmore at this value is a must-take. I would be tempted to trade up for him at this point. I think he's, a, you know, he's definitely a first-round talent. You know, he there's not very good depth in this defensive tackle class. So, you know, a lot of people are talking about, oh, you could get someone better down the board. I think there's way more depth at the guard position, way more depth at the um, uh, edge rusher position. And in that defensive interior is definitely a need for us. Obviously, Dalvin Tomlinson left. Yes, we have Austin Johnson, but is he really a solid replacement at that position? And you could get Barmore, who I think is probably a top five defensive player in this class. Um, and I, I really like that pick for the Giants. We know Dave Gettleman loves those big hog mollies on the uh, defensive line. He could be very nice next to Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams, obviously. And I think it's the scheme well. I really like Christian Barmore. Comes right from Alabama as well. We'll always take people from Alabama, um, especially with the judge connection there. I, I really like Barmore. That would be my pick. If he was there, that would be my pick without hesitation. If he was even there at like 40, 39, I'd consider trading up a couple spots just to make sure that we get him. Um, if it wasn't Barmore, I like Osai, I like Ojolari, I like I I like Humphrey, Dickerson, I'm not the biggest fan of, and Wyatt Davis, I think, is pretty decent. But I think guard, I think you can get a really nice player in the third round, whether that's Kendrick Green, who we talked about, or even um uh, what's his name? Ben Cleveland from Georgia, who could also be there in the third round. So you know, I think there's some better value there. Uh, for me, I think you go either edge or uh, bar more for me. Uh, and obviously wide receiver, I think, is off the board at this point, quite obviously. 
Well, Alex, I'm going to go with the player that you don't value too high. And like you said, where Dave Gettleman's going to need some hog mollies, and I think he's going to get one on the offensive side of things. And we obviously have the connection, Nick Saban, Joe Judge. He goes to Alabama. He takes that center slash guard in Landon Dickerson from Alabama. Um, you know, as much as it's not the fancy pick of things and not the player I would want, I think it's going to happen at least once this draft. And I think Tooney was already the first example of that, not the guy we really expected. But, I mean, it's not the worst thing. Um, this one, I think, is going to be a little bit different. Instead of taking Barmore, if he's on the board, I think we go Dickerson um, there. I, I like the pick. I mean, obviously, versatile, right, center or guard um, is an option, and both of those positions could definitely be open. Um, but we'll have to just wait and see. Obviously, Nick Gates could have that center position locked down. But there could be a little bit of a switch there. We'll have to see. And then Will Hernandez is trying to defend his role at left guard. Right guard um, is up in the air, right? So it's definitely an option. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens. And you also have players like Eichenberg. He's on the board. Carlos Basham out of Wake Forest. Um, trying to think. I mean, if Asante Samuel Jr. is there, that's another person you have to consider. Um, there's there's definitely a lot of great players still on the board. Uh, Trey Smith, guard out of Tennessee. Maybe you look at him in the third round. Uh, Quincy Roche, I think that's a nice player in the third round as well. Uh, Chris Rumpf out of Duke. So I think the guard and edge value at the in the third round is much better. But I think if you're looking for a D tackle, which I do think we're going to eventually draft one in this class, I think I think Barmore here in the second round is just too good to pass up for me. I, I would be quite devastated if he was there on the board and we didn't take him. Uh, I would be quite upset. But who knows if we, you know, I really like Joseph Asai as well. Uh, Ojolari, I think, fits the scheme well. I think Osai's more up, better upside. Um, and also Ojolari has that injury concern as well. So maybe he's not the best option. But lots of options here in the second round. And obviously the third round too tonight. Uh, so that'll be uh, much later in the night, obviously. But hopefully someone there falls as well um and who knows uh maybe we can get uh, maybe we do another trade up from the fourth round uh into the third round we'll see how tonight goes and how it shapes up but i'm excited uh the second round i'd say is almost more exciting right now than the first round was first round even though a lot happened it almost felt underwhelming uh if that makes any sense it felt like we you know we traded down but obviously you're not getting as exciting of an uh as an as of an exciting player uh at 20 that you would have at 11. Um, so it's less exciting, but obviously we have much more to look forward to. We'll be very anti bears all season. So we'll be covering, you know what? And we'll do our uh, game recaps of the bears. We'll tell everyone the scoreline after each bears week uh, during the season as well. So that'll be fun to root against them. Some extra football to really care about. Uh, so that'll be fun. Let's get our final shout outs. in before we wrap this one up, um, Alex, you can start out with the giant take.com in just one second. Again, we should be streaming live tonight for at least a second round, at least a Giants pick in the second round, and then maybe till the end of the second round. We'll see how much I can try and convince Alex um, and go from there. It'll most likely be on YouTube and Twitter. And then we're hoping to get some special guests on here. We're kind of all trying to figure it out right now. So hoping to get some special guests in there, and then we'll see what happens from there. But, um, yeah, just stay tuned to the Twitter. Subscribe to the Twitter at the Giant Take Pod. Follow Alex or myself. At Joshua29 for me, Alex Anor at Anorian23, Giant Take Pod on, uh, or at Giant Take on Instagram or Facebook. I'll probably also post it on there if we're going to do a live stream and then obviously subscribe on YouTube. Give this video a thumbs up. Alex can move to the uh, website now. 
Yeah, I mean, it really depends on how long I'm going to be able to stay up because I'm very exhausted. I'm hoping I'll be able to take a nap maybe before the draft so I stay up longer. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a struggle. So if you want to see me pass out in my chair, definitely come and check out the live stream. Um, but yeah, thegiantake.com. Go subscribe to our newsletter. That's on the homepage. Um, and that will give you updates when there's new episodes like this one, new blog posts, any new Giant Take news. Um, we have our episodes on there. We have blog posts coming out soon. Uh, obviously, post-draft, we'll probably have some stuff about some undrafted free agents on there. Uh, so that'll definitely be fun. Uh, and we'll probably do a general draft recap of each player as well on the blog post. So that'll be fun. Uh, so make sure to go check out thegiantake.com. And that's really all. I mean, I have for today. Make sure to like, subscribe. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take Josh's job here. Make sure to go like or uh, like our YouTube video. Obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star rating and review. You can write it, or you can click the five dots or the five stars. You can press the five. Uh, Josh is putting five fingers. He's putting his hand on the mic. He he wants you. He wants you to do it. He's he's trying to touch you. Uh, so that. that, that. <laughs> But yeah, um, please make sure to do that. We really appreciate it. And we really, uh, you know, appreciate it. it helps us get up the charts on Apple Podcasts or wherever we are. So it's always good to mention why you should do it. Because otherwise it's like, why the hell would I give you a five-star rating? It's extra effort for me. But it would really help us. So please, uh, if you could, we would very much appreciate it. And if Josh, you don't have anything else, uh, I'm ready to wrap up the episode. Thumbs up or thumbs down if you have anything else. Uh, thumbs up. Okay, so that means we're good. Uh, I think, I don't know which way I phrased it. No, but that's a bit nope. Nope, nope. <laughs> okay, you phrased it the wrong, <laughs> phrased it the wrong way. So thumbs up if you have anything else. I was just saying I just got a text from Dave Gottelman. He said we're taking Barmore. So there you go, okay. Alex. Congrats. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're they're touching each other. You know, they're he's touching. gonna touch the hog. They're gonna touch the hog mollies. Okay. But uh, and we were, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get away from that subject. We were able to um, we were able to stay up for this. I was stretching while Alex was speaking there, so I'm trying to wake myself up still. Yeah, so really, if you want to see a nap, complete nap fest tonight, 7 p.m., just try and tune in if we, you know, if it happens enough. Um, yeah, yeah, we're excited for the second round. Go ahead, Alex. Yes, now you can wrap it up. All right, so that has been a wrap for episode 92 of the uh, Dry Take podcast, and we'll see you again uh, probably most likely either tomorrow or if not uh, at the end of the draft. Um, and thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. 
please subscribe and happy listening.